Adam Shartoff, your host of Film Wax Radio. It's Wednesday, October 13th. What? Why are you bothering me, Adam, on Wednesday when your podcast comes out on Fridays? Why are you why are you popping up on my internet for Pete's sake? Leave me alone. No. This is a special dispatch. I just had got a, a fortunate enough to talk to somebody special. You and I have to post it because they're doing a live show up here in New York State tomorrow, Thursday the 14th, and I wanted to plug it. Now, those who listen to my show all the time know also my penchant for musicians. And, you know, when I was coming up in my 20s and 30s, back in the 80s into the 90s, that I, I have all these musicians that I listen to or discovering, and when I get a chance to bring them onto my show... It's such a great feeling. So I got the opportunity to get Steve Forbert on my show, and I said, yeah, you can, yeah let's do this. Let me plug his, uh, his music. He's so prolific. He's not only a prolific songwriter, but he's a prolific performer and, he, and a producer of recordings, and, and he's always doing so much. He's had, in the last 30, 40 years, he's had 20 studio albums. There's been a Jimmy Rogers album. He just did a cover album called Early Morning Rain, which uh, we're going to play a little bit of one of the tracks going into it. And then we'll end uh, after my conversation with Steve, which was audio only. His next album comes out next summer. He's touring. Like I say, we're going to put out the dates, but he's going to be at this Cafe Lena in Saratoga Springs tomorrow night, Thursday, October 14th. And we'll put down the other dates on the uh, show notes. This guy is, of course, came on the scene in the late 70s, kind of contemporary of Springsteen and of, of John Mellencamp, those guys, you know, these uh, rootsy singer-songwriters of the day. But his background is even more rock and roll than that. He's just, he's had such an interesting trajectory. He came out on the scene with his first album, Alive on Arrival, which had Thinking on it, which is a very memorable song. We'll play a little bit of, of that and then, of course, he came out a little while later with uh, with his bigger hit, Jack Rabbit Slim, which had this monster hit uh, called Romeo's Tune on that. And he's been making albums and performing nonstop ever since. So here it is. This is uh, my conversation with the one and the only singer-songwriter extraordinaire, Steve Forbert, here on Film Wax Radio. Well, don't you go thinking Thinking and thinking so much till you're stranded behind. Don't you go thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking so much till you're losing your mind. There's so many depressions all plowed in your brain. Trace them too far and they'll drive you insane. You're twisted so tight now you hardly can talk. Get out in the daylight and go for a walk And don't you go thinking and thinking and thinking and Thinking so much 
much till you're stranded behind How's it going? Well, it's going just fine, thank you. Yeah, you're coming up this way. I, 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 I mean, it was what motivated me to reach out to uh, your publicist. Sure. I had a while ago, and um, it was probably, I actually, I think it was all way before even the pandemic and all that. And, and I guess you were doing a Joe's Pub show, so maybe it was a while ago. When was the last time you did one of those? Joe's Pub years. Do, do, do I sound better now to you? you sound, yeah, yeah. You, now you sound like you're in the room. Oh, okay. Hang on. I'm hanging okay, on. That, that should do it. Okay. Yeah, you sound real good. Switching some things around. So where are you right now, by the way? I'm in Asbury Park getting ready to drive up there toward, uh, you know, Saratoga yes. Springs this, this afternoon. Oh, that's great. My family, my mother's side of the family is all from Monmouth County, not too far from Asbury Park. So they, they all spent a lot of time there. I've been there a bunch of times myself. Oh, it's still, fantastic. Yeah. Have you played the Stone Pony? I know that's like the cliche oh, yeah. spot. Many Were times. How many? Oh, I'd say about five. Well, I mean, you know, of course, it has so much uh, history, right? Um, totally. Well, you know, I got to wait. So I got to stop for a second and just re reboot myself because we started talking about the Zoom technology, for God's sake. And I, let me just think straight here because I'm talking to you. It's just blows my mind because I've been such a fan for so many years, Steve Forward, like following you and your music since I was much younger. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. So it's a treat. Hello. Well, hello to you, and and thanks for your um, still still hanging in there and still listening. Oh, yeah. One of the things I really appreciate is you are just constantly pushing yourself and finding new ways of expressing yourself and trying different things. I don't know. There's no sense of of like you're in any way interested in being a nostalgia act. You know what I'm saying? At this point, decades into a career where people probably still, a lot of people still know you from a couple of early hits and your first albums, but here you are, you're constantly doing new things. I mean, is this your first cover album that you just released recently? Right. That was a uh, first cover record. And, and um, during these sort of slow times with this pandemic problem, I've created, uh, got, got in there and finished a new record of uh, 11 original songs. So we've got that getting ready to release that next year. This will be how many, 20 what uh, albums of original material for you? It you might know? be 20. Wow. Um, it might be 20. That that would be not counting the Jimmy Rogers tribute and right. the one you just mentioned, which is called Early Morning Rain. Yes. I'm sorry. I forgot to mention the title of it. Now, did you write the songs on the Jimmy Rogers tribute album? I'm kidding, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and a little levity. Yes, I did. I wrote every one of them. <laughs> Uh, well, we can and talk about Jimmy Rogers. Classics. <laughs> yeah, it's always good to write existing classic songs. I think. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I guess what I was trying to say before, you know, I wasn't articulating myself very well. But like, I guess what I'm saying is, you're timeless. You know what I mean? What you're doing is time. It doesn't seem, on the surface of it, that you are paying a lot of attention to what others might expect of you, but you're following your path, your own authentic direction is is that true it's just uh just trying to keep writing songs i got it and and working on that you 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 go with the inspiration you get and you just keep working on them and right. 
And, you know, it might take a little longer to write songs as you get older and, and more more elements in, in your life and distractions. But um, you just have to work on them till till you feel they're good enough to present to people. And if it takes a while longer, that's 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 just the requirement. How do you 20 albums into original material? Were, were there points where you felt like you wanted to try to keep saying new things? Was that always a concern? Or do you just feel like, I'm just going to write, I'm, I'm, I just need to write? Well, I, you, you go with what inspiration you get. Mm. I've been in, I, through the years, there have been things, of course, there have been many, many love songs. And there, there was a song called um, Set the World Ablaze, which was inspired by the Lehman Brothers meltdown and that big so-called Wall Street crisis. I don't know that it was really much of a crisis for Wall Street in the end. Um, but yeah, they got been a lot, out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but it's a commentary on that. It's called Set the World Ablaze. They're just been... Uh, I wrote a song once about strange names in North New Jersey, the, the names of all these towns like uh, Piscataway <laughs> and, <laughs> right. you know, uh, Paramus or Par- stuff like Parsippany. that. Parsippany, which is northwest of Whippany. Okay. And uh, then, of course, the, there was one about just a look at middle age, some of the paradoxes of middle age. So th- these are just some of the things that, inspire you and you go with those things as, as they come along it's really it's remarkable to still be from my perspective and i gather from a lot of other people's that you could be so prolific and, and still have so much you want to say in, in you know through the songs i mean it's that's really inspiring to to people i think but again, before when I was trying to say that it was as though you are very authentic, that I guess I was wondering how much you paid attention to the business, the industry side, how much that weighs on your career and your decisions. Well, it doesn't weigh on my career or my decisions. Um, mm-hmm. It's always changing so much, but I, I am always interested in pop music. I I, I just have an ongoing interest in it, and I'm always looking for something that I, um, you know, can dig. Um, I, I like uh, My Futures, a song on Billie Eilish's second record, her new record. I don't mm-hmm. know technically if that's her second record. I think they're saying it is. And, you know, I'm always looking out for something good. Um but it doesn't have much of an effect on what I do. I, I just call it folk rock and it's singer songwriter following me through whatever in, inspirations I get as, as time goes by. You have no love to give her 
It's wonderful. Well, you mentioned you have a, an ongoing interest in, in, in pop music and what's going on. I'm just reminded, I don't know if a lot of people know, but way back when uh, Cyndi Lauper released her first album, which was at the height of MTV, yeah, that you were in the video, of, the music video of Girls Just Want to Have Fun, which as many times as I've seen it, I just never quite focused in on it enough, I guess, because you're just mesmerized by Cyndi Lauper, of course, right? But there you are playing her boyfriend, and you're in a substantial shots at, towards the end of that very famous video. How did that happen? I was following the group when she was when she was the uh, vocalist for a group called Blue Angel, and mm-hmm. they knew that I was uh, a fan of the group and I that I liked her, and I sang a few things uh, with them down here uh, actually in, in Asbury Park and oh wow so she she knew I was uh, liked what she did and she asked me to be in the video and I said sure and coincidentally it was filmed right on the block where I was I was living in in the East Village so it was it all just was very uh, you know easy that's amazing uh, so you were you were living in New York for a while I was in New York for nine years, yeah. Really? Why did you choose to do that? Again, like kind of just because the music industry is based in New York or? Well, here's where I would have to say I um, would need to mention my book, Big City Cat. Please do. Yeah, it's all in the book. I would recommend um, that the whole answer to that is that. I'm going to pick that up and I'm embarrassed yeah. that I haven't read it. I should have read it. Well, it's a memoir, and it's it's all in there. But it's uh, you know, uh, there was a, there were a lot of things that were attractive about New York City in the mid seventies, uh, and I'm saying musically, really, and a lot going on. So that's I, I went there and I stayed there for quite a while. Right. There was the whole folk scene, but that had been probably over by well over by the time you were there, right? I mean, I'm sure I know that you spent a lot of time in the village you know, playing it like Gertie's Folk City during that whole period and probably yeah. throughout the 70s. But you still... That's did, right. But then you eventually ended up moving in right around the time maybe of the first albums? No, I moved there in 76 and I just stayed there. Oh, you just and, stayed there. Uh, okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there was plenty going on. And, and yeah, you could say that the heyday of the village was was over. But the, the remnants of that were still pretty viable. And that's how I got started playing places mm. like Folk City and Kitty's Castaways and yeah. even mm-hmm. even some at CBGB. So it, it was a good place to be. And it was a fun place to live at that time. You're from uh, Mississippi, right? I'm from Meridian. Yeah. So what is what was that like? Did you grow up in a in a small town or like a relatively small town? I mean, I know compared to New York City, everything's small. Yeah, it was a small town, about forty to 50,000 people, a really, really good place to grow up. And then as I got older, I, I in order to do anything with songwriting and, and music, I, I had to go to one of the centers and that I chose New York. Prior to that decision to move to New York, which turned out to be a, a pretty good decision, I might add. But I'm wondering, what was the uh, early, what were your early influences? I mean, Jimmy Rogers, I guess, was may, may have been one. And the radio, the AM radio. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then after that, uh, 
some of the uh, magazines per, per started off with Hit Parader and moved on through, uh, uh, let's see, there were some really good magazines. And then Rolling Stone finally got pretty wide, widely distributed. So that was an influence. That's how you would discover someone like Johnny Winter or, uh, you know, or, or you might discover Iggy Pop. That, that, those were, that was a big influence. Really? Yeah. Well, that's, it's interesting. I guess one makes assumptions that if you're turning out to be a singer-songwriter, your influences might have been, I don't know, like, you know, the early folk singer, the, you know, folk singer-songwriters that were more around in the 60s, maybe even the beginning of Dylan. You came on not much long, that much longer after Dylan, maybe six, six seven, eight years, right? But one would think maybe those were your influences. It's almost surprising to hear these other influences, but they do enter into how you think about music. Yeah, absolutely. So it's not all just Gordon Lightfoot or, uh, <laughs> right. you know, or, or uh, Tom Rush or so. You know, it's not all just that. It's just, uh, a lot, it's, it's the energy I was looking for and, and mm. whatever's, whatever's good. I guess I see it. You know, when I watch your video video of live performances, I see something happening to you that you may not even be aware of. Like it's not necessarily a conscious thing where, you know, whether it's in the, your vocalizing or your physicality when you play, but it's there, you know. so far the wind in your face you're thinking you've found the one special place where all of your dreams will walk out in line and follow the course you've made in your mind hey it isn't like you I thought I was king and knew what to do but everything burned and fell from my hand I had to turn back or build a new plan cause it isn't gonna be that way it isn't gonna be Crack 
And I could go through and walk out in time where no one has been. I'd come back to you and tell what I'd seen. Oh, but it isn't gonna be that way. It isn't gonna be. It is still a, quite a, a rocker in you, is what I'm saying. So, which is one thing I really li like about you. I, I almost feel like you have this edginess to you when you're performing. There's a, almost like a, I don't know how to describe, maybe an impatience or something. I don't know if that well, makes any sense. Well, I, 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 don't, I don't know, but I did grow up playing rock and roll bands. That, that, that's what, that was the only way to really get into music and stay into music and learn, if, you know, for many many people out there across america was get 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 with your friends and get in a rock and roll band so uh i gravitated toward that all the all my teen years and it sure was fun and your current band can you just say a couple of things about who you you're playing with these days and then we'll we'll talk and then we'll just remind people how to come see you and find your music okay well, they're all guys from New Jersey at this point. I call them the new renditions. Uh, George Naha will be out with me, as I think I mentioned, this, this weekend. Mm -hmm. And he plays lead guitar. And we do some long-distance things as, as a duo. And Todd Lanka plays upright bass. And uh, Caleb Esty plays drums. He's the youngest member of the group. I think Caleb's only 33. Um so that that's it. As 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 time has gone by, I've 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 gone through different different things I've tried, and and I've been able to locate these guys. And it's it's a good group. How did you find them though? I, Hanging out I, in uh, Asbury Park too long? No, I I would work with people who would recommend other people and that sort of thing. So it 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 there was a lot of luck involved in it yeah and so so we, we we do we do shows when we can as the full band but it's a little hard economically to take the band george and i are fixing to go all the way to madison wisconsin but we just mm -hmm. can't take the band right now the, the entire band i see well the beauty part of your your material is intimacy only helps the you know doesn't it doesn't take away from the performances at all right it it just it's it's able to achieve a lot by just stripping it down to you and one other you know guitar player or it's solo all, yeah or, or just solo i don't mind. It's, solo. it's all fun it's all fun it's about the songs it's it's not about it that that's that's the core of it and you have some great ones again you're going to be in saratoga springs on the 14th which is tomorrow holy cow that's good yep good thing i remembered that and then you're on i think you're going to massachusetts for some shows and then you're going to Sounds like you're heading west shortly after that towards the Midwest, as you did, you said, to, yes. to uh, point Midwest. That should be great. Well, thank you, Adam. Yeah, you're welcome. I just want to remind people, pick up Early Morning Rain, which is your cover album, which is a lot of fun. There's some wonder, you know, great, great choices in there. I was going to ask you kind of about how, like, I, I only can imagine how many songs you were considering, but oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to guess there yeah. are probably dozens and dozens. And then uh, how many did you end up recording? We recorded eleven of them, and that's that's what's on the and the really? uh, CD. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then also there's the uh, live Jackrabbit Slim, which you can anybody can stream. That's new. 
ish, right? Yeah, that that was recorded in January of 2020. So it right it's oh, the Jackrabbit so Swim. I'm sorry. It's it's uh it's an it's sort of a uh kind of an anniversary celebration. Um and it is the entire record, not in the original order, but performed in its entirety with with this group we just mentioned. Beautiful. Well, thank you very Jack, much. Jackrabbit Jack Slim. Jackrabbit Slim. And you have a new album coming out. When is that due out again? The new one? Well, it, it may be as late as the summer. Um, oh, okay. It may, but but we're going to put out singles, as, as it were, <laughs> periodically <laughs> uh, until then. So that it's going to be a bit of a process, you know. Um, and and I would say it, maybe maybe by the spring, but we'll see. And people can go to your website, steveforbert.com, and uh, sign up for the, the, get on the mailing list. That's what I would uh, recommend people do. But, uh, you know, I don't know how I, much I was able to uh, help out or, or sort of even articulate how much I wanted to uh, connect with you, too, because that's, that's the result of all these songs that you've done over the years and your performances. There are people like me out there that still really, really look forward to uh, everything you're doing. So it means a lot to me that you took a few minutes out. I appreciate it. Well, I hope I'll see you out there at Cafe Lena and good luck with Cafe Lena. I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. See you there. Okay. Have a good evening. Okay. All right. Thank you, Adam. All right. Thank you. Bye bye. Take care. Southern kisses from your room Meet me in the middle of the night But let me hear you say everything's alright Let me smell the moon in your perfume Oh, gods and years will rise and fall And there's always something more Lost in talk, I waste my time And it's all been said before While further down